Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed, a podcast on the Lughole Network, and I'm really excited for this week's episode because it is our 99th episode, and I know 99 isn't a milestone, but it just has me very excited for episode 100 next week. Um, so that's why this week and the past week were one part, or were uh, solo episodes, not one-parters. Uh, they were solo episodes because I just wanted to get on track for 100. I didn't want to, you know, do a solo episode like I normally do after a two-parter and then do uh, start a two-parter now that I might have to break up with the 100th episode in the middle. I have a very special episode for you next week. Uh, it is the 100th episode. I'm so excited about it. It is a favor get desk that's on this podcast many times in the past. Uh, I'm sure that it will not come as any surprise once that episode is released. I don't even remember if I've said who is on the 100th episode on this podcast, so if I'm hyping up something that I've already said, that is on me. But before I get into uh, some of the things I've been listening to this week, uh, please follow me on all my socials. I'm James P. Crowley on Instagram, TikTok, uh, James P. Crowley 68 on Twitter, uh, jamescrowley.substack.com. I have been thinking about posting in there. Um, Burgeraday.com. I've been working on a review for that. I've been working on some stuff for Atwood Magazine. Uh, you know, I got lots of things cooking. I got lots of hats on. I'm also about to post a TikTok of myself recording this intro where I'm wearing a hat that I love. <laughs> um, but so yeah, you know, follow me on all those. And uh, this is just some of the stuff that I've been listening to this week. Uh, there is still a lot of pop punk. Maybe not as much pop punk as there was last week but um you know you guys you've signed up for this podcast you kind of know my taste but uh let's kick it off with a song that is decidedly not pop punk with whale of the banshee by backwash featuring surgery head Tortured pain by locked and dangerous Constant hangers, props of danger for all to witness When I was young, I never thought I would call it quits And now I'm old and I want it all, so Lord forgive me It takes me back to my little helium tank I bought the shin and I left Motion sickness from gas, I'm coffee blotchy Almost dropped my knees to the back Puking blood, the weight from Nocrodesia and back and I I should have left a note Cause if life is what you make of it I'm going for the do or die approach I just took some fireball With some shit that I don't know Should have took some Oh I found out about this artist because his new album, uh, which is called, I don't even know, I Lie Here Buried With My Rings and My Dresses, uh, because it was reviewed on Pitchfork. Um, and I thought that's an interesting title. I thought the album artwork was really cool. And I said, screw it, I'm going to check this out. You know, And I was really blown away. This is very like aggressive hip hop. It is very much within the realm of shit that I love because it's very 
rock and metal inspired and it's very hard hitting and very you know intense it reminds me a lot of you know someone like like Denzel Curry whose music can be very abrasive and very intense or like even like a death grips um so I was very pleasantly <laughs> surprised by this and you know I don't know what surgery had who he is i just looked him up now when i went to download the track and he is a i think he's like an instrumental musician i think he's the producer on this or something i don't really know but this song in particular i was like oh this gets me hyped there's so because this is this is more or less the first song on the album purpose of pain track one is just kind of a sample it's just kind of a loop but then you listen to some other stuff on this album there's screaming there's intensity i think that backwash um i assume it's pronounced backwash not back x wash but could be um you know he is very inspired by a lot of stuff and it's very intense and i really i really enjoy this through and through i really love the way that this sounds and i haven't admittedly gotten a chance to dive super super far into a lot of the lyrics on this album but i'm really loving the production and his delivery so it has made me very excited to hear more from this artist um just because you know it's so intense and so um i sent this track over to frankie becerra and frankie i told frankie i was like you know this has me excited the same way that an artist like tyler first did or like rico nasty um so i want to see what backwash ends up doing i want to hear more i really loved this but anyway let's keep on rolling along into it's so lonely being sober by field medic It's so lonely being sober I'm feeling proud and my stomach's feeling better I even started doing push-ups And my dick's harder than ever But the world is far from me now It used to feel much closer It's so lonely being sober It's Friday night and everybody's dancing but I just can't get in the spirit I'm just staring and toe-tapping And the band's playing my favorite song But it feels so mediocre It's so lonely being sober This is decidedly a very different feel than the Backwash song had. Um, it goes from very, this playlist is going from very intense to very solemn very quickly. Um, yeah, I have never been the world's biggest Field Medic fan. I've always heard a lot about them, him, I think it's one person, them, you know. Um, and, you know, they just kind of showed up in my recommended albums on apple music on the front page and i was like okay you know what i know field medics on run for cover i like you know that record label i'm gonna check this out i like the album cover because it's called floral prints um and it's just a, a guy who i assume is field medic on a front cover you know just like a very plain picture uh sitting in front of like an old-timey um kitchen like kitchen wallpaper with like flowers you know floral prints floral prints get it you know p-r-i-n-c-e p-r-i-n-t-s but the uh the 
album title is written in blood like it's a black metal cover or like you know like it's cannibal corpse or something so i always love irony and i love that type of stylization i love bands that are into heavy metal because that's what i grew up on um but this is a very acoustic and solemn album and this was the song that first stuck out to me the most when i was listening to it the album's from 2019 so it's a little bit older, but it's new to me. Um, I tried to make this playlist mostly new stuff, but a lot of it is just kind of stuff that's... Some of it's older, but a lot of it is just kind of like new to me. Um, but I really think the way that he writes about sobriety is very honest and real and realistic. Because people always talk about, oh, you know, things are so much better now. I was so lonely. But he's like, oh, no, it kind of sucks a little bit, you know. And he talks about the good things. He said, you know, and it's kind of funny to an extent. The second verse has the lines, I'm feeling proud and my stomach's feeling better. I've, I even started doing push-ups and my dick's harder than ever. But the world is far from me now. It used to feel much closer. It's so lonely being sober. And I think because... It's one of those things where, like, you know, you get so used to being out and having fun and, you know, doing all these things with your friends, and then you don't, and, you know, you, you know, you kind of decide to isolate yourself because of that and because you know you don't want to risk the temptation and even though it feels good it also feels bad sometimes and i i really think that that's a really important and valuable thing to talk about and i think that the way that he does this is very good and i think that it's very thoughtful and i i really i really think that it's well done i really i really enjoyed it um but anyway we're gonna move on into my next song which was Feel a Thing, the acoustic version featuring Dan Campbell uh, by Meet Me at the Altar. know that we stand dan campbell on this podcast we are wonder years fans of course there is a song of course if there's a new song featuring dan campbell it gets included uh that's not always true but you know my favorite songwriter he's on a new song and you know got me excited i haven't really had new music from the wonder year i I shouldn't even say that because there has been stuff but you know i just get really excited i haven't seen the wonder years in god two years two goddamn years isn't that crazy um (laughs) i made a conscious decision to not include dan campbell's part in this though because i do think that this is a this is a good song all around um and i think that i think that a lot of people will like it um 
you know, I do think Dan's part is great, but I think that overall this is, uh, you know, Meet Me at the Altar is a band that I've heard so much about and I've listened to, uh, you know, a bit and I've been impressed, um, but they kind of fall in this, like, poppier side of the pop-punk realm I've always felt, um, which isn't totally my thing, you know, I've talked about that a lot on this podcast, um, but I still, uh, I was really excited for this song and you know when i listened to it i was like oh this is great this is fun and um you know i think that their lead singer has an incredible voice i think that you know it's very sweet it's very um kind very welcoming very romantic um you know where this is kind of a sweet and fun ballad and it's upbeat and i don't usually like love songs that are so sugary sweet but i think that this was a very good one um and i thought that it was overall just a very very fun track um you know and i'm excited to hear where they go when i first played this for emmy funny enough um one of the things she said and i think that it's so true she said that this reminded her of like late 2000s mid to late 2000s like pop music where like kind of like taylor swift but a little bit like colby calais and i mean to me it almost reminded me a little bit of like bands like we the kings or boys like girls that were you know kind of within the pop punk scene but definitively much more on the pop side much more than even bands like um like all time low were um and it's so good so goddamn good and i excited for this band just because like i've enjoyed what they're doing i enjoy what they're doing for the pop punk scene and i think that the fact that they're collaborating with the lead singer of my favorite band is only a good thing so i don't know i was very excited but uh anyway we're gonna roll on in to my next pick which was sympathy and validation by late waves So let me break down the curtain a little bit, I think, on the way that music writing works is I get pitched so much stuff all the time. Um, you know, back when I was at Newsweek, I get pitched stuff for Atwood. I'm anticipating getting more pitches for Hollywood Life. I've already gotten a few. Um, and, you know, you get... it's. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes you get things that you're super stoked about, stuff that you, stuff from artists you've been following 
forever that you want to hear. Sometimes you get stuff that, like, is very highly anticipated, or, like, you end up getting something that, like, is an artist you don't really know, uh, but you know is a big deal, so you're excited, or, you know, some, like, surprise release from an artist you like, like, all sorts of stuff, and it's, it's amazing. It's an awesome job, not to brag, um, but, you know, more often than not, you just get blind pitch things that maybe don't totally appeal to you. Um, you know, I've gotten so many pitches for things, you know, that I, I try to always check it out. I always try to give a lesson just because, you know, I always think like if some, especially if someone reaches out to me personally and they're like, hey, I want you to check this out for wherever I'm writing for, I'm always happy to check it out. And, you know, what I feel ends up happening sometimes is just like, stuff just doesn't connect, you know? Not everything is for everyone, and that is the truth of music. But when I get pitched something that I've never heard that I love as much as I love this Late Waves record, it is such a good day because this is a band that I was not aware of. I had not heard anything from. I I hadn't heard uh, of them, you know, if I'm being honest. And then their publicist sent me an email and said, hey, would you be open to reviewing this for Atwood? And I was like, oh, I will check it out. And, you know, I probably checked it out a little bit faster because I really like the name Late Waves. Um, but I gave it a listen and I was blown away. This is like exactly my type of pop punk, punk rock, whatever you want to call it, you know, where it kind of has that sort of like Gaslight Anthem, Menzingers type tone, but it's still very punchy and very fun. Um, you know, all around, I really love this record. I like this song a lot. I think that, you know, it's very, you know, I think that excuse me, it's very just, you know, intense, and I think that this album has so many good tracks on it um, that, you know, it, there's there's so much good stuff to dive into on this album. I didn't even choose my favorite song for this because I've already raved about how much I love the song too much, um, but Sympathy and Validation has this great music video that's a lot of fun, um, and it's just kind of like, you know, it's an emotional track that's still has a lot of energy to it and is a lot of fun. This is the type of song that, like, I hope for shows to come back and I want to just, like, drink beer with my friends and, like, get into a mosh pit and, like, raise up my beer, point my fingers, all that type of stuff. I love this song so much. I, you know, it's so goddamn good. And I'm so happy that the publicist thought to send it to me, you know? Just because, like I said, you get so much stuff and... You know, some of it is stuff that you love, some of it is stuff that just doesn't really hit, and this hit in such a good way. This is like, this is one of my favorite albums of the year so far, and I'm not even kidding. Um, but so yeah, I, I was really excited about this. I really love this. And I I still need to do a little bit of back exploring into this band. I just pulled up their Bandcamp page with the hope to find the lyrics to this song, uh, but they don't have their lyrics, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I see that they have so much stuff on here that I am really looking forward to diving into some like singles collections it looks like they have another album it looks like they have a split you know lots of, all around just the, you know a band that I'm oh wait no I was on the no hope records but it does look like they have more stuff uh, that I'm looking forward to hearing you know I'm looking forward to diving properly into their back catalog um, 
Uh, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was uh, Phantom Limb by Spanish Love Songs. To me and I think my arm's asleep. I don't know, feels like something's missing. And I, I drank all weekend and I took all of the drugs that we bought from your friend in the valley. I don't remember the sun coming up. It's very funny because at this point in the episode, we are at the 2020 mark exactly. <laughs> like when the music gets quiet again, it is the 2020 mark. And this was my album of the year, 2020. Well, Brave Faces Everyone by Spanish Love Songs was my album of the year for 2020. Um, yeah, which I mean, I think in that sense, it should come as no surprise that a Spanish Love Songs new song uh, is one of the tracks that I'm most excited about. And I mean, if I'm being honest of everything that's on this week's playlist, this is definitely the song that I've listened to the most. The day it came out, I listened to it like 20 times because I was having such a bad day and it made me feel a little bit better. And then, uh, you know, like I just kept listening to it over the weekend. It's such a good song. And I mean, I think part of the reason why it's connected with me so much is because it's kind of a love song about living through a dystopia. It's the type of song, you know, it's about... It's kind of like the my favorite song from the Brave Faces, everyone. Optimism as a radical life choice, where it's about, you know, kind of watching everything burn, but you want things to be better, but you're trying to get through it with the person that you love. Um, so, you know, when I was listening to this, I was just kind of like... You know, I was taken aback by so many of the lyrics. The second verse in particular uh, really, really just hit home just because, you know, when it gets to that line, our phones lit up at the same time. You said the body count don't phase you. You're still terrified to die, just not as much as you're used to, is like an incredible fucking lyric. It's so goddamn good because you watch horrible things, horrible, horrible things on TV, and you almost end up thinking like, well, Jesus Christ, you know... Uh, if I'm going to live through the, like, God forbid I'm ever in a place where there's a mass shooting or, you know, and like you're angry and you're fucking pissed and, you know, you almost don't expect it. You know, you don't expect it, but you half expect it. I remember going to like concerts after uh, there was that terrorist attack in Paris, you know, at the Bataclan, at the Eagles of Death Metal show. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, you know, well, what's going to happen if I go to a concert and you know someone fucking comes in with a gun and i think that every goddamn time i go to a movie um you know after the dark night shoot you know so much shit and you know it's hard and you get scared and it's very easy to be scared 
Um, but then, you know, you find people that make you want to live life. And, you know, as much as they make it better, they also help provide some solace through the awful shit. Um, and sometimes that solace is just drinking and doing drugs, you know, as the lyrics of this song make very clear. Um, I drank all weekend and I took all of the drugs. But, you know, it's it's important and it's nice. And I don't know, that just really, it really hit home for me. And I think that there was a lot in here that really kind of struck a chord with me. Even the line, uh, you know, you made me feel important, it felt wrong to say I'm not okay, because that's also a truth of, like, being in a relationship. You find someone that you're very happy with, and then you're kind of like, well, what if I don't feel great? Um, but yeah, so I love this song. Um, the B-side is a Death Cab for Cutie cover. Um, they've got they've done so many cool things on Patreon, and I, I love hearing the covers too. So, um, but anyway, let's roll on in to my next song, which was The Louvre by Lord. It's on your bedroom floor. Use your eyes, throw your hands overboard. I am your sweetheart. Psychopathic crush, drink up your movements Still I can't get enough I overthink your but punctuation use Not my fault, just a thing that my mind do So, Lord, I was I was writing about Lord for work. I kind of forget why, but um, you know, I I really like this album, and it made me writing about her made me check it out again. Uh, just because, like I said, I'm such a big fan of hers, and I've I've always really enjoyed her. And melodrama is what really kind of sold me in falling in love with her music. And then you know, I was just listening to this, and that line about like they'd hang us in the Louvre in the back, but you know, still the Louvre really just kind of stuck out to me. And I think the production on this is great. I think that Lord is a very thoughtful songwriter i think that her songs would be great if it was just her with an acoustic guitar type of good there's a lot of pop stars that i love but i do feel like the production is what makes it i think lord is very much a songwriter and lyricist um so yeah it's just a just a song that i really like and an artist that i really like and uh i wanted to include it just because i i've been going back to melodrama a lot this week because of it it's uh, you know i'm excited for Lord LP3, is it three? Yeah, I just watched her Solar Power performance on Colbert, and it was really good. It was gorgeous, and like I was kind of lukewarm on Solar Power, if I'm being honest, but I think that seeing it live and in that sort of style really kind of sold me on it. But anyway, um, let's keep on rolling on in to my next pick, which was Don't Touch featuring Full Tack by Lil Mariko. Oh, you can't 
hyper-pop. <laughs> um, and that is no secret. Um, I'd gotten an email about something related to Lil Mariko, and I admittedly, I think I'd heard some of her stuff on TikTok, but I'd never really fully checked it out. Um, but so I, I checked out the song, and I really liked the song, and if I end up writing about that, maybe I'll include it in the, the, the notes for this. Um, but I really, you know, was listening to, like, her, her big song, which is, like, Hey, I'm a Slut or something. Something to that effect, which is hilarious, and I love it. Um, but I was just kind of like, okay, I'm sold, because it's the sort of kind of, like, weird, all-over-the-place, like, amped-up, sort of, like, over-the-top ridiculousness that I love in music so much, which is why bands like 100 Gex or the new Rebecca Black album or uh, a Dorian Electra or so many, so many other artists, even, like, people like 303 that were influential, really thrived just because they leaned into how ridiculous they can be, and I loved it. And this song in particular, I thought kind of encompass that all over where it kind of reminded me of like early Kesha like on that first album when she would do a song like Dinosaur that's very much like a rock song but also a pop song but also making fun of pop music but also you know really having a good strong message so I really love this and I love that she's kind of all over the place and screams and you know it's just a, such a good good track I really enjoyed it I had a lot of fun listening to it and it's kind of like a domination pop song and you know we stand a dominatrix pop song on this podcast um but anyway let's roll on in uh we're at the point in the episode where it's two uh much older songs than anything else on this podcast uh first up we've got the great american going out of business sale by dillinger four I don't listen to Dillinger 4 nearly as much as I should, but whenever I do, I really love it. I really enjoy this band thoroughly. I really think that their lyrics are great when I can kind of pick up on them, or especially when I go back and I read them. And I mean, I love Midwestern Songs of America, of the Americas so much. Um, you know, that was the first thing that I was exposed to by them. First thing a lot of people were. It was their first album, of course. Um, but I think that there's so many just like great things on this album you know this is a really kind of like sort of band that really like hits a lot of bases that i think are, are just incredibly solid and i really love the way that they just kind of they kind of do these big crazy 
you know, all over the place, like hardcore but pop punky songs that, you know, really they build themselves as like a, a, what's it, like a hard drinking band, really, like a fun party type band. But then you read the lyrics to this and it's just like, is freedom just a privilege of hatred guaranteed? Is compassion just a second thought of hope brought to its knees? Can dignity see fit to work past all it doesn't want to see? Seven guns for degrada- de- uh, degradation, three cheers for cruel tradition, red, white, and black eyes forever is so... It's so middle-fingery, sarcastic, satire you know, just fuck you. And I love songs that say fuck you. Um, you know, and, I, you know, I was listening to Dillinger 4 on my run today, and here's the thing with Dillinger 4. They have great song titles that don't necessarily help you remember which song is which. So, like, like you know, the two that I always know exactly what I'm getting off the top of my head are Double Whiskey, Coconut Ice, and Portrait of the artist as a fucking asshole um but you know when it comes to like bands doing those crazy weird and long titles that don't necessarily tie into the lyrics i think dillinger 4 might have been one of the first people to do that this album came out in 1998 um you know years before fallout boy was doing like you know i'm trying to remember what was it on the first album like tell mick that he just made my list of things to do i'm sure there were other people that did those before don't come correct me but you know i was listening to this on my run and i thought it was you know i got this one confused with the song superpowers enable me to blend in with machinery which was another one just with that fuck them all chorus was what i was looking for but then i was listening to this and i was like oh this is great too because this is such a good band i don't know um but yeah i think i'm gonna be listening to a lot of d4 this week um but yeah anyway we're gonna bring this on home on a sad note we're closing it out with just a friend by bismarcky nation the way that i met her was on tour at a concert she had long hair and a short mini skirt i just got on stage dripping pouring with sweat i was walking through the crowd and guess who i met I whispered in the air, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks since she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Because when I asked, do you have a man, she tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend. I'm not even going for it. That's why I'm going to sing. You, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. Yeah, um, it felt inappropriate if I was going to close the podcast on anything else this week um i was between opening or closing with this um yeah i'm recording this on sunday july 18th on friday july 16th friday night um news broke that rapper bismarcky uh died uh he'd been in the hospital for um a while um you know and it was kind of you know a lot and i'm not gonna 
pretend I was the biggest Bismarcky fan ever, you know, because I, I wasn't. I, I knew and I loved this song. And, I mean, I'd explored some of his other stuff. Uh, Todd in the Shadows does a great one-hit wonderland about Bismarcky that I think, uh, you know, as soon as you finish this podcast, go watch that because it's incredible. It's very informative. Um, and I, it's really interesting learning about Biz's life and legacy because he's such a... You know, he's such a powerful presence. This is such a big song, you know, in the music industry. And, you know, I think that so many people love this song. And, excuse me, even my mom, who, you know, does not listen to hip-hop at all, you know, she didn't know who I was talking about, but then I played it. She was like, I'm sure I've heard this before in, like, a commercial or something. So, you know, it's just such a big song. I remember going to see... um, Action Bronson when I was in college and I forget what song it was it's the one he does with Chance the Rapper it might be called like Baby Blue but you know he just uh, started singing this at the end you know because Chance wasn't <laughs> showing up at my college but um, you know it's it's such a powerful song such a good song a lot of fun you know really at the end of the day you know it's silly you know it's not meant to be taken super seriously and I, I really enjoy it and um you know, it's sad to hear about Biz. I wrote about Biz for uh, Hollywood Life. I pre-written the obit, and um, you know, I th- you know I'll link that down in the show notes. Uh, definitely check that out. But yeah, so let's go out on just a friend. I'll jam out with you next time for the 100th episode of James Crowley's Infinite Playlist. Bye. This has been a Lug Hole Podcast. <laughs>